This show is sponsored by IdealWorkspace.com, which promotes a healthier way of working through their adjustable standing desk. Check out their latest smart adjustable standing desk at Altizen.com. A-L-T-I-Z-E-N.com. Welcome to Analyze Asia, the podcast dedicated to dissect the pulse of business, technology, and media in Asia. In this episode, I speak to Amitava Saha, co-founder and CEO of ExpressBees, where we discuss his story from first cry to his current company, ExpressBees, and his perspectives on logistics in India. Hi, Amitava. Hi, Bernard. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, Bernard. Thank you. How are you? I'm good, actually, and I'm so thankful that you are taking this call from India. And who am I talking to? His name is Amitava Saha, co-founder and CEO of ExpressBees. One important thing that we also have to note, he's also the co-founder of First Cry. Later, we will talk about First Cry and ExpressBees, but Amitava, I want to get to know you better. How do you get started in your career? Well, I did my engineering from IIT, and then I joined Tata Steel. I joined the steel plant. I worked there for two years before going for my management education. Post-management, I worked for software industry for a couple of years before I joined an early-stage startup in learning, e-learning, which was co-founded by my current co-founder, Supam. So Supam had formed that company in 2000. I joined them in 2003. And we really had a great time expanding the business globally. We're one of the largest service providers in e-learning space for leading corporates like Microsoft, Deutsche Bank, Vodafone, Novartis, etc. And then we made a successful exit of the company. We made a successful exit. We sold it to an American company in 2007. We worked there for two years. In 2009, we came out. In 2010, we launched First Cry. And over a period of time, when First Cry became the largest baby retailer, we felt, you know, there's a lot of opportunity in logistics and we spun off Trisbees in a year back in September 2015 and so here I am so in brief I know you have an interesting story with your co-founder Super Maheshwari in firstcry.com which actually you spin off Expressbees and when we met in Singapore you told me that whole story would you want to tell a little bit of the story of how you both started First Cry and introduced the company to the audience. But at least from what I know, it is the largest online retailer for baby products in India. Even far supersede Flipkart and Snapdeal. Absolutely. So when we were running Brain Visa, both me and Supam, we used to travel across the globe. And we and both of us were young parents at that time. Both of us had one daughter each. And we realized that the choices available uh, for babies and kids' products outside India was far higher than what is available in India. Whenever we used to travel abroad, we always carried a list, shopping list from our wives saying, you know, while coming back, you need to get this XYZ stuff. You know, after we sold Brain Visa and we were finishing our two-year tenure post our sale of the company and we were planning exit, we were thinking, what next? And it just stuck us both simultaneously that, you know, here there's an opportunity, something that we have done for the last few years, traveling and bringing back stuff. Why can't we create something which gives a bigger choice to the parents across the country? And today, we are not only the largest player online, we are also the biggest organized retail player offline. So in, in short, if even if you go with the overall turnover, we are the largest baby retailer in the country today. We're the mm. biggest baby retailer in the country by a big margin. 
and even in the online space also we are multiple times the size of flipkart snapdeal amazon in as far as babies and kids are concerned how is it like because you work with your co-founder three times what's the experience like because the way you told that story to me was very interesting I think we have a joke at our house saying you know probably we have been working together for now almost over 13 years so we, we we joke that we probably talk to each other more than we talk to our wives because you know most part of the day we spend in offices so it's been a very interesting journey i think we complement each other in terms of uh, strength we have a very similar way of thinking and even today you know he is running first cry and i'm running express bees and we sit in each other's boat but our thoughts are always completely synced so how do you end up spinning off express bees from first cry we realized very early in the game in first cry that you know logistics is is a major challenge in india so we started incubating small delivery arm within first cry over a period of time over within a year or so we realized that we're really doing well and since i knew most of the e-commerce founders i happened to bump into the, one of the other couple of boko founders and when they realized that you know we were doing it for first cry and we're doing good they said like hey why don't you start carrying and doing it a bit for us as well because logistics is a challenge for us and that's how it started we added one or two companies and we grew and everybody came back and said the service levels were by far the best in the country so me and supam had a discussion we realized the real opportunity and it, there's a lot of potential in logistics in india going ahead with a lot of tax reforms coming in a lot of structural changes the government is making and a role that technology can play in transforming the logistics in india so it's a very big opportunity and we decided let's turn off express bees as a full fledged logistics service provider the reason so so because the vision was so large that it was decided that one of us would go off and and handle express bees instead of you know hiring a professional ceo and so you end up becoming the ceo and the co-founder of express bees basically that's correct one interesting thing i wanted to ask you is that from your first job to starting three companies what are the interesting career lessons you have learned i think it's basically two things that i always try and keep in mind one is you have to constantly innovate even in your existing business even in today within first cry where it is at a certain level of maturity and with the biggest in the country we always make constant changes and in express bees also you have to constantly learn learn relearn unlearn and make changes and and innovate on the model that's number one and b is you need to have the right set of colleagues right set of people in the team who believe in your dream who has a right attitude and who are able to who or want to work as hard as you to make that dream a success so it's a thought innovation thought and 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 the team that's that's the two critical things rest all things funding money you know opportunities opportunities obviously exist but funds and other things fall in place Getting to the main topic of the day, I got you here to talk about Express Bees. It's a e-commerce logistics company, and it is in India. So the first question I want to ask you, Kelsey, the CEO, what's the mission and vision of the company? You know, we started off as an e-commerce logistics company, but slowly we're transforming ourselves into a full-fledged logistics company. So what we want to be is we want to be the most preferred service provider, logistics service provider in the country. that's the vision the the mission would be you know we are already within a year time when we started a year back we were number 5 in the market within a year we are number 2 in the market as far as e-commerce logistics concerned so we want to dominate not only the e-commerce logistics space 
we want to dominate the overall logistics space in the country because you know we see a lot of churn happening with the advent of technology a lot of old companies are not able to cope up with the changes they are struggling to make the necessary changes to adapt to the new market conditions and we have been very very capital efficient in scaling up we have scaled up with probably almost one tenth of the capital that most of my competitors have used and i see a great opportunity ahead of us to build one of the largest logistics companies of the country not only catering to e-commerce but traditional industries as well so this is where you see your company will go in 5 years time absolutely you came from a technology background so expressbase is not just a simple logistics company it's probably incorporated a lot of technology that is involved what kind of services that expressbase offer in the logistics space is it fully automated and digital or leverages on offline like a traditional logistics company i think it's a mix of if if it's a mix of both uh, we are not just a platform we have physical facilities as well but we back it up with a very very strong technology platform we are a cloud our entire system is on cloud we use big data extensively our mission is mobile fast for using a mobile technology to the, to the max possible extent we use a whole sort of you know different sorts of mobile handle devices across the field and across our hubs while we have both a physical infrastructure as well as very strong technology platform the future that we see for ourselves is we are going to control some bits of the business and sort of you know outsource the rest you know in a in a more of a uber model so we are going to have independent entrepreneurs working for us in small pockets and doing the last mile delivery where we control while as we will control the hub will control the basic technology platform will will own the client relationship and so on and so forth so who are the customers of expressbees and how do they actually engage you then so customers of expressbees are snapdeal paytm shopclose Healthcard, Jabong, Flipkart has already signed up, so we should start very soon. Napthol and so and so on. So we have around over 50 customers, and it's 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 growing aggressively. Interesting part is, whichever customer we have entered, our share of business is very very high because of the service quality. So what's your business model with Expressbees then? Is it just mainly to service very top clients like your know, Flipkart, Snapdeal, Paytm, or you also serve a lot of small e-commerce sellers as well? We started by serving primary large clients, but currently we also serve a lot of small e-commerce sellers because there are a lot of sellers who have been a very strong traditional businesses in India who have got a flavor of what e-commerce can do by selling on, say, Snapdeal or on or on Flipkart or Amazon. Now they are launching their own websites, and some of these are very well-known brands because they are available across the country in offline stores. They are launching their own brands on all online portals, and we are servicing them as well. Does Expressbees operate within the city or state, or they op- operate also across the whole of India? Uh, what I'm talking about is more like, for example, city-to-city logistics or intra-city logistics, because I know India is very, very big, so there are a lot of provinces and states and cities as well. So we operate across the country. We do both inter-city, intra-city, region. We pick up from anywhere to in India and deliver anywhere. One interesting thing that I always know is that most e-commerce companies have spun off their logistics into a separate company and usually they are captive to the parent company. In your case is First Cry. Can you tell me more about Expressbees with respect to your customer base in relation to First Cry then? I think First Cry today is just like any other customer to Expressbees. 
and contributes a percentage of the business, which is in a single-digit percentage of the business. So as such, there's no relation. First Cry is one of the clients. We serve other e-commerce companies as a client. Today, we also serve, you know, we have been very innovative in, in how we have used our outreach and technology. We have gone ahead and started serving banking industry, banking and finance industry in India. Because there are a lot of regulatory stuff around banking and finance and you need to do a lot of, you need to collect a lot of documents and get custom signatures on various forms. So we are doing that for some of the very large banks of the country using the same network. We also are catering to large companies moving their spares from say hubs to service centers, moving the goods between warehouses. So you build one large network across the country and use technology to leverage the same network to do multiple things, which realizes the which increases the efficiency of the entire system and helps in realization of better, better margins. Who are the investors to Express Bees? Can you talk about them and why they have invested in you? I think for, we just raised one small round while we spun off and those were the existing investors of First Cry because they believed in the team. So when we said like, you know, we would like to spin it off and would require a small fund. And they all said, you don't need to go out. You know, we are going to fund you because, you know, we believe in that founding team. We believe in this founding team. So they have put in a small round. And uh, after that, we have we have not raised any further capital. We'll probably be raising up a round now in some time. We're having some early conversations and, and, and everybody is interested in us because of you know, what we have done for the amount of capital we have done in the time frame we have done. So we have gone from number five position to number two position by using one-tenth the capital my competition has done. Raised. So we're, we're having a very, very few, select few conversations and probably will start the process soon. And I think your investors have, it includes uh, SAIF Partners and Vertex Ventures, which is very well known in Singapore and elsewhere in the world. So I want to tap your brain because I think you probably have a very deep insight about the logistics industry in India. Can you talk a little bit about the logistics industry in India and how are they structured? Logistics industry in India is basically, you know, there are some people who are primarily into surface transport across the country. And there are, you know, people who do primarily air cargo. India is a very large country and it has a very, very complex logistical challenges. So, so there are there are people uh, serving different niches. Here is an opportunity. What I see is we can have one or two large players getting into multiple areas. You know who can do both air surface. You know the express surface, and there are a couple of other things as well. So industry is still evolving. So there has not been the logistics industry in India is still not fully evolved. And I think in India today, one of the biggest potential to transform the industry. One of the industries where it is a huge potential where it can be transformed by using technology is logistics. A lot of issues, a lot of companies, the way currently they're structured was because of regulatory issues. And government is doing a wonderful job in terms of, you know, bringing certain new regulations which will make India like, uh, although like India is a one country, there are 26 states and each state has its own tax structures. And there are a lot of tax reforms which are going undergoing. So we are bringing a GST which will bring the country under a one single tax regime. So all the states will have a single tax tax structure. So it will be in a true sense, goods can move freely from one end to the other end of the country. And there's a lot of potential there in India in logistics, where which anybody can capitalize on, provided they have the right 
technology and, and the right structure and mindset. I've read from the most of the newspaper publications about the logistics in India, and there's a lot of infrastructural challenges, for example, roads, and also, for example, a piece of good can, would have gone through many hands. How does ExpressBees as a company navigate this kind of labor costs and logistics overheads across India? Well, India is as a country still undergoing a lot of changes in terms of, you know, as I said, undergoing a changes, a lot of changes in terms of regulatory things, not only logistics, but in labor structures as well. And it's a good thing that, you know, the income levels in the country are rising fast and the cost of labor is go- going up. So the people are earning more. But uh, the challenge in the logistics industry is how do people are one of the key, you know, it's a service industry, you depend on people. So what we are doing is we are we are optimizing very fast. For example, in India, we have started using local shops. India has a lot of uh, corner shops still exist in India in a big way. So we are using and and these local shops have certain peak times and lean times. So 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 they are normally very busy in the morning and very busy in the evening hours. We are using this local. We have started creating a local shop network to deliver our goods in the afternoon. That's one. Second thing is, you know, we have optimized, uh, used technology significantly to optimize in the way the goods are reached, are made to reach in certain corners of the city and, and certain amount, certain hours. And uh, we use people who come in and work part time for us in their free time for a couple of hours to deliver the goods. All these arrangements, you basically remove the fixed cost. This cost becomes completely variable. So there's something of the also when you when you penetrating deeper into India, the challenge is if you try and set up an infrastructure, that costs you have to make that investment ahead of the curve. So we have deployed technology to use people for certain hours of the day and make that cost variable. So you know a lot of innovation in thought as well as using technology to help you do certain things which were not possible before using technology deployed on mobile where you can keep complete track of things to ensure service levels but keep the cost down. So, you know, you have to be, we have been very innovative and we have used the technology. For me, you know, technology is a tool. You should know why first. So I always look for an answer to a question why if the why is in place answer to why is in place technology can always take care of the how that's a very good insight actually on that and one, one thing i wanted to ask as a side question does the logistics that you put inside a first and second tier city different from when you go into a third and fourth tier cities in india well in india you have not only a first second third fourth you have tier fifth tier six cities also already today express is present in all I think in all the cities from tier 1 to tier 4 in India. And right now we're getting into tier 5 and tier 6 cities. So yeah, there are challenges in tier 5 and tier 6 cities in A in terms of sometimes, you know, the reach. You know, they, they don't always follow the milk run route. And B is, you know, you might not have always enough enough movement of goods to keep somebody occupied for the full day. So how do you manage multiple businesses to keep the person occupied? So, so as I said, like, you know, we work for not only for e-commerce companies, we work for banking and financial industry as well. We act as their outreach arm as well. So you do multiple things. You use technology to help the person do multiple things using his mobile phone. So if he's doing for a banking customer, if he's delivering something for a banking customer, the mobile phone tells him, the app on the mobile phone tells him exactly what to do. And then next, if he is delivering e-commerce shipment, the app tells him what to do. If you are using the same resource to do multiple things and give him gainful employment over, over a full day or eight hour period, so you increase A, the utilization of the person, and B, 
you know, uh, it helps you penetrate deeper into the country because otherwise, uh, if you are using only for half a day, you are making an investment and, you know, the fixed cost piles up. That's an interesting point. So does it mean that like ExpressB is just more than just being a logistics company, but it's also similar in the sharing economy where you are actually a platform that deals with the deployment of work and utilization of human labor to help you to fulfill objectives, whether you are delivering for e-commerce or whether you are working for banks as a service. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bang on. Recently, there's been a reckoning in India startups in terms of the fundraising. And I understand that you're actually in the midst of doing your fundraising because of those high valuations. How do you navigate in a tough climate with more investors actually skeptical of high valuations? To be very honest, we do not have that problem. Because as I said, we have done it. We have been very, very capital efficient. We have reached a scale. We, we, we are the second largest in the country and we have reached a scale by using very, very less capital. So... As an asset, we are very, very attractive. So all the conversations that I'm having, and I have had very few, you know, we st- you still not hit the market because it's slightly festival time in India, and probably after the festival season is over, we'll hit the market full-fledged. But there are a few initial conversations that I've had, and all of them were very interested in ExpressBees, knowing what ExpressBees has done for what amount, for the amount of money it has spent. So I don't see fundraising a challenge at all. Uh, neither is a valuation overboard because you know, we have delivered much more for much less, for, for very less amount, by spending very less amount compared to what a competition has done. So as I said, innovation and technology helps you achieve this. And do you see that for the other India startups, they're going to have problems in uh, such a tough climate? I think, yes, some of them would have. And you think that there will be some consolidation going on, particularly in the, not in the logistics side, because I also don't see that. I think I see it more in the e-commerce side, on-demand transportation, which is something like uh, ride-sharing services. You could see, you could see some consolidation happening. My penultimate question for you, where do you see the logistics industry for India go in the next five years then? I think logistics industry is, will go through a sea change. You will find of, uh, today the set of names you hear from Indian logistics industry. Five years from now, you are going to hear a very different set of names. These are the companies which would come up by using technology, uh, leveraging technology, and by leveraging the new opportunities that Indian logistics sectors present. India is, is the fastest growing economy in the world. And we are going to see some very big logistics companies come up some of them who, who are in the nascent stage right now, and I would not be surprised if one or two would be the name. Five years down the line, there there might be one or two names which even don't exist today. So hopefully, ExpressBees will be one of them. And uh, Amitabha, I really thank you for giving some of your time out to ha- do this interview. So help my audience, how do they find you? Well, I'm, I'm available, I'm on LinkedIn, or you can reach me at uh, through ExpressBees website. I don't know, I'm my, my email ID is amitava at expressbees.com. So uh, people can write to me. And you can find so, me at bleongcw on Twitter, or find us on Analyze Asia, A-N-A-L-Y-S-E Asia, via Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. And you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Acast, and Google Play. And of course, drop us a comment anytime now or soon. And uh, one of the things that we really want to hear is feedback. And once again, Amitava, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you, Bernard. It's a pleasure speaking to you.